Hello and welcome to Women in the Coaching Arena podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Jo Lott, a business mentor and ICF accredited coach, and I help coaches to build brilliant businesses. I know that when you prepare to enter the arena, there is fear, self-doubt, comparison, anxiety, uncertainty. You can tend to armor up and protect yourself from vulnerability. In this podcast, I'll be sharing honest, not hype, practical and emotional tools to support you to make the difference that you're here for. Dare greatly, you belong in this arena. Hello, welcome to the 51st episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. I am so glad you are here. Today, I'm excited to share about creating an online course or group program quickly because I am on the Sunday where my five-day challenge begins where I will be helping people with this. So it was the perfect topic for today. So I'm going to break this episode up into four phases. So firstly, idea creation. So what do you want to create a course or program on? Really think about your skills, your know-how, also what problem you want to solve because We don't want to create a nice-to-have program. We need to create a must-have program that people are eager to buy. You'd really want to think about that ideal client and build something perfectly for them. If it's not too strange, literally print out a photo of someone who has this problem, who is your ideal client, and in everything you do, just create for them. Next up in this idea creation mode, I would create your own model. So think about what are the core fundamental things that you want to teach and how can you break that down in a way that is your signature framework. You want to make it unique, make it yours, bring in intellectual property where you can. So if you think about Rice Krispies, they became famous because they coined the term snap, crackle and pop. So they made a generic idea of a rice pop into an exciting concept. So you would want to think about ways of doing that in your program. So it's truly unique. So in mine, for example, I have the lot last minute launch formula, which is kind of how I get things done because I could easily say to myself, I'm not ready for this challenge. I need to put it off another few months. And many times have I wanted to do that, but I won't do that because I know that sometimes you need some sort of pressure to actually make the thing happen. And I see in people I've had discovery calls with in the past, how long they allow themselves to go around in circles on something that could just be a split second decision. So really be brave and bring in your unique strengths into your program. You'll also want to think about your transformation statement. So a really clear statement that helps people understand why they are buying your course, where they are going from and where they are wanting to go to. Next up, you will want to think of an amazing course name. This is something I find super tricky, but it makes a big difference because it helps people to feel something. And to buy something, we want to evoke those emotions so people feel clear about what they're buying or want to be involved in some way. Then comes the question of price. How much are you wanting to charge for your program? 
That will obviously depend on whether there is any support or whether it is a pure online program without support, which are usually less cost. And you'll also want to test it with the market. I'm helping a pricing coach at the moment create his online course. And the other day I was saying to him that he could charge for his first round. And he said to me that he doesn't want to charge because he wants to be able to do a pricing analogy. So you ask people at the beginning, what are they wanting to pay? And you'd ask them at the end, what would they pay for that program? And he has a specific way of doing it to really gauge an idea about what he should price that program at. So that was a super interesting concept for me to learn about. You'd want to think about your course creation strategy. So are you going to sell it first and then create it? Are you going to deliver live each week or are you going to record your content straight up? There's no right answer and there are several different ways of doing it. And the right way will be the right way for you. Now for the most powerful move that you will ever make, which is choosing your launch date and scheduling backwards. So this is day one of my five-day challenge that I'm starting tomorrow is choosing those dates and setting your goal. If you don't choose a date, I can almost guarantee you that in a year's time, we will meet and your course will still not be out there in the world. So I just love this one and I cannot wait to see the results for the people who have joined the challenge. Finishing up this phase one idea creation, you'll want to draw up a document with the details and logistics of your program. That may be literally a Word document or you may want to create a sales page, which usually takes longer and sales pages is an entire training in itself. So it's not something I'm going to go into today. But a lot of sales psychology will go into this document to really help people to see that this is the right next move for them. Okay, now you've got an idea, you've got a document, you've got a price, you've got a name, you've chosen your dates. Next up, you need to validate that this is something that people want. And this is a step that people often miss because they are excited about creating and they don't want to get into speaking to people and slowing down their progress. But the problem is you may then spend a lot of time creating something that no one ever wants and will never see the light of day. I spent a long time creating a lot of programs when I first started my business on general stuff like confidence. And sadly, no one's really interested in general confidence. They are interested in a real specific confidence for speaking up in meetings, confidence for asserting themselves with their partner. We need to really think about that end goal. And if I had have known what I know now, I would have validated my idea. And then I may have learned what people are willing to pay for. So moving on to phase three, now is the exciting creation phase. You will want to create an exciting welcome video that makes people step into what they're about to join to help them get excited to actually take those steps. When you are creating your content, you'll need to make sure it's really short and formatted in a specific way so people take action and get results because there is nothing more depressing than a program where you can see that no one's actually logging in and no one's contacting you if you have support in your program with the outcome of that task, asking for feedback. That's something I do in my program. So people work through the modules in their own time 
and then they send me their niche statement or whatever it may be and we chat it back and forth. So at each stage, they make progress, they can tick that off their list and then they're excited to move to module two because it builds on module one. At this creation phase, you may be deciding whether you are going to create it all in one hit or whether you are going to drip out the content week on week. And that will enable you to create each week that first time because it is going to take a really long time to create this content. So if you don't drip feed it, you could be there six months in, still not selling the program because you won't have that strong deadline of people waiting for that thing to be released. So I find the week on week drip feeding helps me to create the content because then I know people are waiting for it. So I need to get on and create it. Yes, I would absolutely love to do it all in one go, but usually it doesn't quite work out. Although I am very excited that I have booked a four night break away by myself in Brighton the week after my challenge where I am going to put my head down and create as much as I can. So even though the program will release week on week because I've done research and that's what people actually want so they don't feel overwhelmed and so they feel like they are to date with that task. Okay, we are in phase four. So this is the phase I am in with my program Elevate at the moment, which is going to help people to master online courses and group programs. There is so much involved in this launch phase. I have been working super hard for weeks on my launch for this program. You will really want to ramp up your visibility. You'll want to know your numbers. It's really good to know that online course creation and group creation is not usually something for beginners because you need an audience to sell to several people at once. A 5% conversion rate is the average. So for example, in my challenge, I have 200 people currently as part of my Facebook group. And that may mean that 10 people buy my upsell at the end of the week, which is the step-by-step -step guide to every single aspect that they will need to grow their program. So you will want to know this when you are launching too. And therefore, if you can't get 50 to 100 people on a webinar, for example, it might be hard to fill that program. But I do teach easy starter methods as well because... Often you wouldn't want to go to the first big launch if you haven't got that type of audience yet. So there are other ways that you can start getting that first program out there and over the line before you start building up to bigger launches. I'm doing a five-day challenge for this particular launch, but usually I run a one-hour workshop and it really helps people to take that step towards you, learn from you, gain an insight, and then decide if they want to work with you further. Filling a workshop also takes time and a lot of work. So you will want to promote it for two weeks, ideally daily, maybe even several times a day. For example, when I was promoting my challenge, my mentor said that I needed to promote it six times a day. I must admit, I did not promote it six times a day. But I did go all in. I promoted it every single day, including weekends and often twice a day. I also did some guest expert spots where I spoke in groups that have my ideal clients. So those people might want to attend my challenge. So there's quite a bit involved in filling your workshop, which at the end of the workshop is when you actually sell and launch your program. 
if you're wondering whether you definitely need to launch. You don't always, depending on if you have a few warm people in your audience already. You may also want to sell to organizations which wouldn't need this launch phase at all. You would be more so directly contacting organizations rather than doing a workshop or webinar online. There is a lot of admin involved in this launch phase. So you would want to set up a sign up page, a thank you page. You'd want to have lots of emails scheduled to help people to gain the details of the workshop and then follow up afterwards to see if they are interested in working with you further. I feel very excited that I have all of these emails scheduled for a change. Normally I am creating after the workshop, but this is a huge launch with me going live seven days a week starting from tonight. So I really do need to have those things scheduled or it just wouldn't be possible. The benefit of doing a five-day challenge is that people get to know, like and trust you even more than a workshop. But this is not for the faint-hearted. This has taken a huge process, a lot of step-by-step instructions, a system I am following, so much tech that it's actually mind-blowing. And I'm very proud that I've somehow managed to get all this tech flying out there. But this is definitely a more advanced strategy and not something I would be recommending if you are just starting out. So huge congratulations. If you are at this stage, you may have launched your program and congratulate yourself now because you are starting your program. So now you can create an amazing onboarding experience for your clients. Depending on how you decided to create your content, you may still be creating week on week if you are drip feeding your content. But just know that, say, at the end of that 12 weeks, you will have created an asset in your business which will work hard for you time and time again. That makes me realize I haven't talked much about the tech of hosting your course. It doesn't need to be as complicated as everybody thinks. Yes, you might want a portal, but there are also other ways. I'm going to be covering those in the challenge this week. And they're suitable for one-on-one as well. So I love some simple systems that I use to collaborate with clients and move them through an A to B transformation really, really easily. So as long as you set your date, creating an online course or group doesn't have to take years. Understand your audience, outline that program, set your day, create engaging content, leverage your existing resources and network and launch that course quickly. Your goal is to share your knowledge more widely in less time. So it is so worth your time as long as you have your priorities set in your business. And if you are starting out, for example, this would not be your first step. Usually I would be focusing on one to one clients, which is higher ticket usually than a group or a course. And therefore you will be able to bring in the income that you need when you're starting. So it all depends on you and your goals as to whether this is the right next step for you. So let me summarize today's episode. We covered four phases. So phase one was idea creation. Phase two was validating your offer. Phase three was creation of your program. And phase four was launch. And then we congratulated you for starting your program. So I hope it was helpful to get a quick overview of the phases involved in creating your course or online program. If you want to join Elevate where I take you by the hand and share all of the resources and all of the know-how 
the Canva templates, the tech stuff, all of the things that you will need to think about then do join Elevate. It closes on Friday the 8th of March. This isn't an evergreen program, so this isn't running all the time. So join now as it won't be running again until at least the end of this year. So like I say at the end of every episode, trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. I have a mass of free resources on my website, joannalotcoaching.com. That's Joanna with an A and Lot with two T's, joannalotcoaching.com. And I'll also put links in the show notes below. Let me know if you found this episode useful, share it with a friend and leave me a review and I will personally thank you for that. Remember to trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Get into the arena, dare greatly and try.